Basement Video Podcast. Alex, are you excited today? Oh boy, howdy am I excited today. I got my best buddy Tommy here sitting next to me. How you doing, Alex? I'm doing pretty good. It's good to see you, buddy. Oh, you piece of sack of shit. Oh, thanks, man. I'm so glad I came out of this podcast. <laughs> Great friends. As you yeah, can we tell. treat each other really good on this podcast. Mm -hmm. yeah. Especially me and Alex. You know, we're really good to, to each mm -hmm. other. You guys are like a married couple. Yeah. Don't know. I'm very old married. Yeah. <laughs> a three-way fat guy marriage. <laughs> nice. Andrew, you want to be our skinny little pole? <laughs> oh God. No, I'm good. Bye. I'm just. I'm good, bro. I got. You know. I'm. I got Nicole. So like, you know, I'm good. You won't be cold. We won't use your dick. We'll Listen, just use your head and feet. We can promise Sit you, up. you won't be cold during the wintertime, okay? <laughs> Alex will lift <laughs> up his stomach and put you under it. <laughs> What's that thing from Star Wars that he cuts yeah. A tauntaun. Ta ta <laughs> I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that, Andrew? Yeah, I love Star Wars. Dude. Luke Skywalker yeah. cuts open like what would be like a No, it was Han Solo. Han Solo, Han Solo sorry. Yeah, yeah. Cuts him open and goes in his stomach to sleep to keep warmth on off. So you can <laughs> nice. do that with Alex in the winter. Didn't uh fucking Leonardo it's like a spacious Caprio twin. do that? Yeah, in the bear one? In the bear one? I've never seen it. Didn't you do that in the bear? Did anyone see it? I didn't see Winnie the Pooh. No? Leonardo <laughs> Caprio was in it? No. <laughs> there was an Winnie episode of Winnie the Pooh where they cut Winnie open and sleep inside him for warm. <laughs> they had yeah, to. Yeah, it was Winnie the Pooh. That show was hunting. fucking hardcore, man. He just goes, oh, God. As they cut him open. Winnie the Pooh's hard as fuck. I gotta rewatch that show. Oh, man. Alex, why are we here? We're here because our friend Tommy came over, and the first things we said to him is, "We want to Scooby Doo and Zombie Island for our podcast." And, and the first thing I said was, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> nah. Nah. He's like, "Fuck no." I do I have a choice. <laughs> well, no. They said, "Hey, do you want to watch Scooby Doo with your friends?" I'm like, "Sure." They're like, "Hey, can we videotape your reaction to it afterwards and put you on the spot to do a podcast?" I said, "I guess." Perfect. <laughs> what is your reaction, <laughs> by the way, dope. from when you first saw it to how it is now? Do you think it still like holds as a up? Kid? Do you think it still holds up? Well, I think it definitely holds up. Growing up, actually, I was quite a big fan of Scooby Doo. I mean, obviously, watching the reruns on the Cartoon Network because I grew up in the States. So I didn't grow you up guys in the States, but I had a legal satellite. Legal satellite. <laughs> Me too. It was on Toonami. Le le legal satellite. Because it was on. I had Boomerang and Cartoon Network, and it was on both. Same. So I actually grew up watching the reruns on Cartoon Network, and I was actually a big fan of the show. And it was part of it was the music, and part of it was quite charming. Um, and I was also quite into detective stories and things like that, and yeah. it all kind of worked quite well together. And I remember when this movie came out, it was actually a pretty big deal. I mean, what year did it 1999. 98. 99. 99 is The Witch's Ghost. Fight. So, about six, so about six years old, that's kind of, I think, like the perfect age to first see this movie already. You're kind of growing up watching it. At that age, to, I mean, they were quite open that the hook of this cartoon was going to be the fact that the zombies were real. Because yeah, at this time, they everyone was getting bored of like, oh, it's someone in a mask. So they're like, all right, fuck it. Well, taking it back from the beginning, I mean, obviously you had the first Hanna-Barbera run. Yeah, the and then 60s. following that, they had, I remember, I don't know if it was before this, I think it was a couple of years before this, they had... Where they were all kids. It was like the, yeah, the pup named Scooby Doo. They had a bunch of like one off cartoons that were kind of like the original. And then in the mid 80s, they had Pup named Scooby Doo. And then they had those three and movies. I love in the that 80s. show, by the way. And Pup named Scooby Doo, I think, was pretty well received. Scoob. I, think I, did well. I Scoob. love that Scoob. show. I used to watch like hey, that all ever, the time. Have you watched it recently? No, why? Like every time they cut between scenes, it just shows the scene starting. And then the background singers are just like Scooby Doo, Be Doo, 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 Doo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love that show. <laughs> it's really good. Like, I think there's, uh, if you were to think of like what's a probably the weakest series, uh, like, are they a series or are they, uh, what? Like a pup named Scooby Doo, would it's you a call? It's a TV show. Yeah, but 
Would you <laughs> would you like separate them or would you, you, you like, it was like a real life? No, 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 no. Separated from what? I love those like real like, unsolved mysteries. He's America's saying, Most Wanted. Pub name Scooby Doo. He's saying is it like canon to the? Yeah, it's canon. It's They're a all cool. Okay, cool series. All right, that's what I was trying to say. Was that's like, where they introduced Coolsville, I think. Yeah, right? and that's where you first find out what yeah. Shaggy's real name is. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, what is it? Norville? Mar- Norville. Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. That's what it was. Marvel? Yeah. No, it's Norville. 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 What? <laughs> or- Orville Red Melvin. Yeah, he made popcorn. <laughs> uh, now, from what I understand, I believe that show was well received and popular. And I well, because at the time they came out with that, Flintstone Kids and then yep. uh, Muppet Babies was there, Looney Tunes yep. had their babies, and I think yep. Pub Name Scooby Doo was the only one people liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Muppet say, Babies did good, though. Did but. you say Flintstones? Did I? The Flintstones kids. The Flintstones kids. I love the Flintstones kids, though. <laughs> i never seen that. It's fucking funny as fuck. But anyway, so, I mean, obviously, Cartoon Network, I mean, I believe it was still probably owned by Hanna-Barbera. I probably should have looked this up before doing the podcast. No, but I would okay, so no, Turner I, Media bought Hanna-Barbera, like, all the cartoon rights in the early 90s when they made Cartoon Network. That's how Cartoon Network was made. The, but now Warner Brothers and Cartoon Network both share the rights to it, I think, now, right? Well, Hanna-Barbera is still, like, the name of the company, but uh, Warner Brothers owns it. Yeah. That's what I was like. With yeah, him. so when Cartoon Network started, they didn't have any rights to cartoons, so they just bought a bunch of, like, old ones. So, I mean, if you're in the 90s, you're taking a pretty big chance, I think. I mean, obviously, you got this old, dusty show that used to be a phenomenon that's kind of going stale. What do you do? You reinvigorate with this big twist. And funny enough, I think if you're going to show this with the... Tw- if they hadn't broadcasted it, I don't think it would have been as popular as it actually was. I think it was probably a smart move from them. But obviously, it was ruined for everybody going into it because that's what created all the hype was the fact that was, the monsters were, were going to be real yeah. in this one. Which is funny because they didn't like they didn't bury that lead at all. Like no, that was no, like no. right there in the front. That yeah. was the big thing. Of, that was the novelty. And this one was of actually fucking scary. Like as a six year old, like you said when we Very watched it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, the animations are like you get to see every single detail of like when zombies like get reanimated this, from yeah, skeletons to be their like corpse zombies. This was the first time Scooby Doo like animation was not high detailed but pretty detailed with, it's like, not even scooby-doo animation it's mook animation that did the whole detail the, the well, scooby-doo part. animation as a company i just mean like a scooby-doo cartoon oh. had this much detail in their cartoon <laughs> scooby-doo <laughs> animation <laughs> incorporated <laughs> mystery Inc. incorporated to animation studio uh but what i was gonna say before was that like it's funny how they were trying to advertise this like the monsters are real but there's several episodes of scooby-doo where monsters were in fact real yeah like 13 ghosts of scooby-doo uh mm-hmm. not just that like it just like if you, even the old school originals uh if you've watched like a lot of like the halloween Specials like where they're trick or treating. Um, what old school originals? Because there was no real ones in the. If, 60s in a pup one. named Scooby Doo, there was actually a Halloween special where they went trick or treating and the monsters were hiding as trick or treaters, and that was like the plot of the. No, are we sure that that came out before this movie? Yes, yes, it was. Pup named Scooby Doo was mid eighties. There was another. Oh, was it really? It's yeah. that old. Yeah. Shit. There was another one where it was Scooby. I don't know what the episode's called exactly, but it was Scooby Doo, and it was like they were the Yeti or something like that. And it turns out the Yeti was in fact real. In that episode. Well, that's not a monster. That's just fact. The Yeti's real. Yeti's just a mammal. It's still a mythical creature. Actually, yeah, I believe there is a Yeti. I believe he lives somewhere on Forest Glade, as a matter of <laughs> fact. I think I'm actually sitting right next to him right now. I, I haven't, lived in, I haven't lived in Forest Glade in like 10 years, Tommy. You literally still live in Forest Glade. You live two streets outside of Forest Glade. Outside of Forest That's still Forest Glade, That's still man. Forest Glade. You haven't passed anything the Tecumseh before, sign, man. Anything before Banwell. No, yeah. man. Banwell, boy. Banwell for You're life. You're not on Banwell. And yeah. you, what are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm a Banwell boy. Banwell for life. I'm, I'm a dog to myself mean, right now. When it, when it comes to the actual canon of Scooby Doo, I yeah. mean, maybe you guys can. I know quite a bit about Scooby Doo. Can let me know. I mean, all those old ones with like Don Knotts and Adam West oh, and, the, and all those are those technically like what's actually the canon as it stands right now? Everything's canon. Everything's canon Scooby-Doo. right now. I think besides some show. of the newer cartoons, like I don't think what's new Scooby Doo. What's the is that the good one? What's new? 
There's Mr. Incorporated. Mr. What's, Incorporated. I don't think yeah, that's could be too. We're coming after you. The simple plan one. Mystery. That's the one Tommy's talking about. Or no, that's the one before the one Tommy's talking about. Okay. Yeah. The one Tommy's talking about was where they like tried to reinvent it again and gave it more serious plots and stuff. Like, yeah, which was a the very way interesting you're explaining take. it sounded really badass. Well, and that can actually make for its own podcast, like a whole Mystery Incorporated. Because again, I'm a big Scooby Doo yeah. fan. I mean, as, as big as well, maybe not as big as you, but <laughs> certainly not as big as you. But um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery. <laughs> the mystery. Scooby Doo fan, Alex. I was, I was yeah, quite, I was quite a, a big Scooby Doo fan. I don't watch a whole lot of Scooby Doo. So, what, oh. what, what are we talking about? The mis- mystery Incorporated was a very good show. And the way that we were talking about it, yeah. And I mean, again, I feel like it goes through He's these waves of trying to breathe fresh air into it. And obviously, this was a bit of a novelty take. And that's sort of, I guess, what the point that they I'm did. trying to make. It was, as much of a novelty as it turns out that it actually was, it actually made for a pretty good movie. And I think they did. You ever watch the other well. two? No, I have Because they kept with this idea for like, I don't know, when Scooby Doo does like animated movies, they usually do like three. Right. And they did the, you've probably seen The Witch's Ghost. That one was pretty popular on Cartoon Network, too. I mean, I'm sure if I was six, seven years old as these movies were coming yeah, out, I'm sure I watched them out the, the year time. after. Wasn't this. the yeah. sequel after? But this, this one made the biggest impression. Now, yeah, why yeah. that is, I, I can't, maybe because it was the first one, I can't yeah. say for sure. It was because, like, after how they got the feedback from this movie and how people were genuinely actually scared. Like, this is still, like, a kid's movie, right? But kids were actually, like, genuinely afraid to watch this movie because of, like, how detailed, like, and how dark and gritty it got. It was just, like, they were like, okay, we can make Scooby-Doo movies, but we kind of, like, still have to remember this is a kid's movie and we have to make it, yeah. like, tone. We have to, like, take it back a bit. You know what well, I mean? Well, that was kind of the great thing about the 90s. I mean, the 90s, whether it's 90s comics, 90s cartoons, I feel like a lot of studios were taking a lot of chances at the time. Yeah. Um, and that had some great successes i mean obviously i'm thinking more of comics wise but even in things like this you had these great successes where they you know breathe fresh well even cartoon network air. in general look at all the the chances they took there you got power of girls was weird fucking johnny I'm bravo Weasel, johnny bravo the golden age man that was Count like early uh, cartoon network like lived in the 90s and it was all fucking and I mean, and you know, stuff we remember all the classic ones now there's a lot of shitty movies i mean it, I can't even remember them those all now. Those ones? No, no, no. Just of like uh, those. Uh, network in general. Just in the 90s, yeah. These institutions that were making yeah. these sort of experimental novelty things, trying to change the game and, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, it resulted in a lot relevant, of flops. Yeah. But at the same time, you get these great little, uh, you know, things that came out of it. And, you know, this is a great example of that. Yeah. It's just, it's sad that like Cartoon Network still comes out with great shows. Some of them are done now. Like I watched Adventure. I was like kind of against Adventure Time. I, I started watching it. and I was like, this is actually a great show. And I watched the first few seasons of it. I, I blew my mind how many seasons there actually are. I was like, Didn't holy... it just end like two years ago? Yeah. I was like, holy crap, it's been going for like 12 seasons. I was like, I had no idea. That's done now. Uh, regular Show was a really funny show. I love watching I that. Yeah. I never watched it like in order, but I would catch it if it was. But wasn't. I feel like cartoons nowadays just lack the luster that it used to back then because back when we were kids, we had like... Maybe you think we're not kids anymore, so we don't get mesmerized by That's the true. newer cartoons. And then in our adulthood, they'll be like, oh, remember that cartoon? And you still like yeah, it. Yeah, I get that. But there's new kids. And new kids, like, what are new kids, like, even watching? Do kids even care about cartoons nowadays? Well, that's what I'm telling you. They like the new well, cartoons. It's also, I think, it's more difficult to be like a cartoon studio than because, like, who, why would anybody watch cartoons? We just watch porn on the internet for free. Who the fuck? <laughs> who gives a shit about? Alex cartoons watches anymore? cartoon porn on the internet for free. <laughs> 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 Can we go with one podcast? And mention that. I think we've gone through every podcast. We could be watching Up, and you're like. What you watch Rule Thirty Four of Up? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying every podcast <laughs> with the balloons. He's always brought up. Fill me up like a balloon. He's always brought up that I like to look at like cartoon porn every episode. You want to keep talking about it? No, or? I don't. But I'm just <laughs> like oh, wondering. Let's, can we go? let's dive into that real quick. So about that Velma. <laughs> oh God. So uh, 
I mean, all the, the point was that, I mean, obviously there were some, frankly, I think that a lot of the times you can't get caught up saying that like, oh, you know, things were better when we were kids and things like that. And, you know, the kids these days, you know, the cartoons aren't quite as good, but I do really realistically think, I mean, especially when you consider how many of these people that were creating these shows, like you said, when Cartoon Network yeah. was first starting off, you had like Seth MacFarlane, like a young yeah, Seth yeah. MacFarlane and all these guys that went on to be these extremely successful Adult animated, not yeah. adult, like Atso, like adult cartoons, like adult, like mature audience yeah, yeah. cartoons. Like Family Guy. Family American Guy Dad. and American Dad. And a lot of them went on to write for The Simpsons, things yeah. like that. Sam Simon, who yeah, was yeah, you know, yeah. famously for The Simpsons, and you know he got involved in all that. Um, there was a bit of a cartoon renaissance, and I think that that like, wasn't really Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, just all that stuff in the 90s. Yeah, it was like, all new. I don't think anybody could argue that there was a bit of a renaissance then. I mean, whether or not that's happened again, we're kind of out of the generation yeah. to really appreciate it. But I think anybody could admit that the 90s was a great time for cartoons, and this is just one of the great examples of that. Because that was the time where, like, if you look back at the 80s and 70s, in North America, compared to Japan, you can see that Japan was doing some crazy shit with animation. Yeah. But in North America, we get we get good shows like He Man, but the animation's kind of shitty and lazy. Well, and exactly. I mean, that's why you get guys who were like uh, um, like Bruce Tim, Sam Simon, yeah, yeah, all yeah. these guys that were coming out of that old factory mentality yeah, like, of making at, cartoons. They were dissatisfied with the studio system at the time. Yeah. They said, "We want to get out and we started want to make cartoons that we want to watch." Yeah, exactly. the ones that we grew up to those take people to take seriously. Exactly. Yeah, because they grew up on like you know when you look at the old Flesher Popeye, the old yeah, Flesher yeah, Superman, yeah. all those classic cartoons, all the old Tom and Jerry cartoons they wanted to recreate something in that style and it had kind of gone stale up to yeah, that yeah. point um and then it was very much reinvigorated in the 90s i think that train carried on for years like, and years look, and is still continuing to the stick look at the smurfs and look at batman the animated series those are one year apart when the smurfs ended and batman started it, one it, year apart it really made a big leap from like stale cartoons like he-man and gi joe and like, smurfs. like those, they're good cartoons like yeah, story-wise but, but then all of a sudden we're like okay we need to step up our game and the 90s was like i think batman like, really started that for yeah the yeah exactly. that was one of the big batman ones. came out like early 92 batman the simpsons i think was another big... simpsons looked like shit <laughs> when it came out it did yeah but i mean just but like for like taking cartoons seriously yeah exactly yeah since because no one's did that since like the flintstones exactly yeah. and it was like uh, th that time it was like the same time when I was watching like anime too like Tsunami was like airing like all these like sh like when I, every time well, I that think was, like, back early when 2000s, I was like but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but every time I think back to when I was a kid at 8 years old like what do you think about what you did every Friday you watched like Cartoon Network Friday night like yeah, Nickelodeon just, like, Snick exactly Disney they, Channel usually has some good shit like on it just felt like they had more passion for these sorts of things and it's just, well I mean to be fair though all those old Tsunami shows I think they were all from the 80s they're all, all from the, the 80s DVD. like Dragon Ball Z came out in like 88 yeah, yeah, yeah. which is kind of funny because, like, those came out when our cartoons were shit-looking, and then they don't show us them for, like, 12 yeah. years. <laughs> I mean, but they were all coming out. I mean, the important thing is they were all coming out at the same time for us. I mean, this whole new yeah. generation of animators that are making all these yeah, shows yeah. like Gravity Falls and Adventure Gravity Time Falls and regular shows. That was a great show. They were all raised on that era. these 90s. Yeah, the 90s yeah, yeah. things. So now you're seeing the next generation yeah. all based in, you know, and things like this. And, you know, even, like, Mystery Incorporated, Gravity Falls was sort of darker, deeper, yeah. more slightly mature you know, compared like relatively for a, for a cartoon. Yeah. It comes from things like this when they started taking the subject matter slightly more seriously than it's just a guy in like a scuba suit yeah. trying to get real estate or like <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and then, you know, and, and then they parry that and they lampoon this quite a bit in the show. I mean, it's, yeah, they it, make fun uh, of a lot of things in this movie. Same as a live action movie. They're very self sorry, self-referential for the history. And that's, and that's another reason that I think this is a bit timeless is that, they don't just make fun of it, you know. They don't just like make fun of it and throw it aside. They sort of homage the fact that you know there is this legacy we know of this we've cartoon. Been like that, and we're yeah, and now we're trying it. to yeah, you know, change it a bit to to be taken more seriously. And as you can see, even from some of these pictures that we have up now, 
they didn't fuck around. They went for it. This no. is what's done by the the pirates like these ones this right one here. Right here Alex? Yeah, that's Andrew done by they brought in a Japanese animation company, Mook Animation and uh, Mook Animation. Yeah, the whole animation team on this was all anime animators. They done worked. I looked at their work and they done like Men in Black. You know how detailed Men in yeah, Black yeah, is. Yeah. They did that. They did pretty much all the like, the really detailed like animes. Uh, they did. Didn't they do uh, Extreme Ghostbusters? Because they, yes, they was, also did Men in Black. Extreme Ghostbusters, the Godzilla animated series. Yeah, because all those were all looked the same style. Exactly, it's the same style, and it was all by Mook Animation. So it was like they were doing like their own like kind of like we need to you know do bring. They were trying to bring in Japanese animation into the Western audience to be like because they saw how good they were at detail. Because '90s anime, I don't care what anyone says about anime these days. I love '90s anime, like the detail. Like you go look back, like Cowboy Bebop or fucking. Would you say Akira? What, what year? Akira, Akira, Akira came out. That was like eighty five. Yeah, I was gonna say no, it came out the same year as no. no I'm thinking of something. It came out in eighty eight though. Okay. But like that movie, like just look at the detail in that compared. Like I said, He Man, it was at the yeah. same fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> now what was that? I mean, I know that at the time where American studios, and not to get too into the depths. I mean, we can change the topic. If this is too dry, but I mean, I I believe that they were shipping most of their animation. Yeah, yeah. It was saying domestic, where they're shipping it abroad to go be done. Well, I think like Filmation, like that did all those like really cheap looking shows. They did it here, and then like the but like Smurfs, I'm pretty sure, might have or they just, there was a lot of people in like France, I think that they would ship it to. But mm -hmm. most people were shipping their animation to get be done somewhere else. Right, right. So like, even almost, the Simpsons at some point were shipping it to Japan yeah. for them to do it. So it was almost done more of like a almost like a factory line sort of sweatshop yeah, 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 yeah. mentality. I remember Bruce Tim talking about that as well. He said that like, there was just less opportunities for storyboard artists to get involved yeah. in the little in the minutia of planning out scenes. You know, it'd just be like okay here. Optimus Prime is going to talk to I don't watch Transformers I don't know some other some other Transformer and uh, we got to get we, we, we got to get we got to get from A to B and then it would just show him walking from A to B when Bruce Tim started getting involved you know him guys again like Sam Simon yeah um, and you know many others Paul um, Dini Paul Dini yeah. Yeah, yeah they started realizing that you know we as storyboard like managers we can start adding things in the in between they can start taking the animation itself more seriously this story. Yeah the animation itself can be helping tell the story rather yeah. than just being yeah. a vehicle for the you know, story to just kind of like driving like there. They can talk a little bit about themselves and build character development, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas in like an eighties or seventies cartoon, just show them driving with like, dun, dun. Yeah. Just a very stale <laughs> oh, yeah, background. Like a cut scene, like a star fade. And or just something show like them that. like drive away and be like, don't like just stupid. Well, we're like, here dun, guys. <laughs> yeah. We're on our way, Billy. <laughs> we're here, Billy. Yeah. It's just like, that's boring. But like, I've, like, I'm not talking shit about those shows. I like G.I. Joe. I like Transformers. I never personally like mm -hmm. I like G.I. Joe. It was a bit before my time, so I mean, I maybe don't appreciate it To be as fair, I so. never watched it till like, recently. <laughs> I like it. What but are you I'd looking be... at me for, Andrew? Snarling at me? He was looking I'm at not... me, too. He was snarling at me. I'm I was like, not What's going snarling on? at nobody. What but I mean, fuck? It, uh, you know, it's just important to... What's the matter? You see rats? Rats, Andrew? Anyways. What were you saying? One big one. No, I get a gift. Did he eat it? No, I was trying to do what Scooby did whenever he was like, I hate rats. Oh, when he was trying to say cats? Yeah. Yeah, let the record just show that we tried doing this podcast three times before this take because Asso just kept saying things that made no sense and I had no idea how to react to them. That look he just gave you. I, fuck, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Call me broad and shit. Hates you. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's an important thing to remember that, like, you know, a lot of the guys doing cartoons at the time, they were young, they were restless, they were, yeah. they wanted to reinvigorate the medium that they love so much. And, you know, because, well, like, I've watched a documentary and a lot of shows like a this. lot of people from Batman and, like, all those, like, Renaissance type cartoons that came on their own eyes, all of them were working on those yeah. shitty 80s ones yeah. and they hated it because, yeah, exactly. like you said, it was like a factory. Yeah. There was zero, um, 
inspiration there. They, they had no independence to kind of be creative in their own right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember Bruce Tim talking about that on a commentary for Batman the Animated yeah, Series. Yeah. It's so one of the reasons he wanted to get out of that because he just he felt he had no um, creativity. And it's the same thing that you got actually, as a matter of fact, back in the golden age of comic books as well. Like guys like Jack Kirby, yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. Like they used they to just starting, have to like, yeah, yeah they were yeah. just like copying and tracing like old comics and um, you know, you get that in any sort of industry when you have these guys that are sort of on this sort of factory mindset, eventually you're going to have this breakout where people have, out. yeah, they have stories that they want to tell. They, they're inspired. Yeah. They want to tell these stories. That's literally how Marvel and DC work. Exactly. Yeah, and you're going to get these renaissances that happen like the cartoons in the nineties or the, yeah. yeah, the comics in the, in the thirties or in the sixties yeah. or in the nineties as well. I mean, the nineties was a great time for a lot of that. You had that sort of rapid, um, they were just putting anything out in the in the 80s. It was just yeah, like yeah. yeah, it was like the sort of capitalistic, yeah. just yeah, yeah, sell it out. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break though. And we're back in basement video with John Tom and Atso. John, tell us a little bit about Scooby Doo. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Zombie <laughs> Island. Scooby Doo, where are you? <laughs> Coming at you. <laughs> What's wrong, Alex? Alex, let's hear, let's Alex, where's your radio voice? Yeah, let's hear, your let's radio hear an upbeat voice. radio announcer. Look at him, his eyes lit up, but then instantly went down when you asked him. Come on, I know you got one. I know you man. always had dreams of being some sort of performer. I had dreams of my friends not making fat jokes with me. No one's so just what's made Zombie Island about? <laughs> Are you good, Alex? Are you going to say something? Okay? Is everyone good here? Should we, should we take another break? No, no, we're good. <laughs> Lots Alex. of the podcasts have weird Alex stares in them. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Alex, you good, buddy? You need a hug? Oh, I'm great. Okay, good. Say oh. it like Tony the Tiger and we'll start talking. We're great. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it is. Right! Anyways. Tony the Tiger passed out drunk in that alley. <laughs> we're fucking he's great, like, bud. He's in the tub eating a burger. He's like, Tony, you're on in like five minutes. He's just like... <laughs> I can't make it. It used to be about the Kellogg's, man. It used to be about the flakes. What happened to you, man? Everyone's eating that fucking captain now. Get the stupid leprechaun to do your dirty work. <laughs> he has a gun to his head. It's not great. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Andrew, like that. They're like, where's Tony? He's gone. That sounds like, like a cutscene in Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. There's probably several cuts of like just like Peter. Remember the time when Tony took his own life? Are you imitating yourself? That's how. Because remember how we were just saying that's how we imitate you. I'm not saying that's how you sound. Just go on. I'm not saying that. Oh god. Fuck! You're shooting for the stars today. <laughs> What do you mean? You're going to send him to the stars? No, no, I'm going to run over his head. pretend that airplanes in the night skies are like shooting stars. We're going to get copyrighted. Yeah, because you're so good. You sound just like the people. <laughs> we, can't, we can't have that, Alex. All right, so John, what's... um? Give me a rundown. What's Zombie Island all about? Yeah, you know, none of them are in the gang anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, so where do, where do we find our five main protagonists at the beginning of Zombie Island? I'm in the show, too. Are you in the show? In this podcast, yeah. It's not just you guys. I know you guys have good chemistry, but like, listen, I'm not. Someone getting a little real. jealous over there, buddy. <laughs> okay, guys. Okay, I'd, work it I'd out. Say, work it all right, out. All right, Alex. I'll say where right. Velma and Fred are, and uh, Daphne. You can say where Shaggy and Scooby are. Okay. Will that make you feel good? Oh yes. <laughs> what are you, the fucking giant from? Fucking... So. Tell us where 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 are we at at the beginning of Zombie Island? What's happened so far in the in the universe of the show? Where are all our characters? Tommy, I'm in the show too. 
Tommy, what the fuck, guys? Can we go for another break? You, no, what? No, I'm, like, I'm joking. Listen, can I'm you joking. just jerk us both off while we're talking, okay? Alex, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm sitting in the middle. Yeah, he wants to ski, bro. <laughs> Rub Alex's ego real quick so we can continue the video. Uh, so you're my best friend. Listen, of I'm all not my okay. Listen, fuck uh, John. Yeah, he probably don't wants be, to. Don't just say shit that I want to hear. Okay, I get it. You, that you guys have fuck good chemistry John? together. Fuck. Are you gonna cry? <laughs> if you have to cry again, we can pop. Anyway, so at the beginning of this movie, you find fucking <laughs> Daphne is a talk show host, but she's ironically on someone else's talk show talking about what she wants to do in her next. Two a very, a news a, reporter, a very cheap Oprah impression. <laughs> yeah, pretty I don't know where they got that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost insulting in yeah, a way. That's what I thought too, to be honest. When I watched, <laughs> but yeah, so she's on there talking about how. She's gonna go on a like a haunted tour kind of thing to mm -hmm. try to find some real uh, ghosts because mm -hmm. they were talking about how they never found anything. It was just stupid people, like you said earlier, trying to get like tax fraud or something. No, it's <laughs> all land the deals real and real estate. Are just scheme. old, depressed people trying to c c like collect yeah. fraud, tax money fraud. Yeah, maybe the real monsters was the friends we met along the way. <laughs> so now this is something me and Atso were confused about at the very beginning. We were right like, are they the dating or not? Our friend Daphne dating at the beginning of this. I know you had like something about or like awkward shit going on because they don't really explain what the relationship. But obviously, their partners. He's the cameraman, and she's the yeah. yeah. And now he's her producer talent. on her show. They say, but uh, what if he's just a cuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, we've already established that he's into traps. Okay, da Daphne's just getting railed by monsters every episode. <laughs> she, yeah, and he's just saying to the find corner. a bigger ghost, Daphne. <laughs> what is this? Some you call that a ghost? I want a bull. He's just in the corner, Scooby Doo. Oh my God! What's that they say? Pup him Scooby Doo. What's the little Scooby Doo? Doo Doo You guys watched way too much like Brazzers porn. Like, nope. Jesus. What the fuck happens on Brazzers? That's those Scooby Doo. They, they do like reality. They do like reality Fred. stuff like that, where like they do like cosplay stuff, and it's just really like specific. Like you're the one who knows a bunch about the Brazzers yeah. porn. Yeah, you're None, explaining it. I like to you didn't watch too much, then you went into in depth. He's like, Brazzers information. No, man. Brazzers even a website anymore? S season one, episode five. <laughs> Scooby-Doo, where's your pool? <laughs> I used to date a girl who gave me a Brazzers account. and then Alex, let's not get into one of your crazy <laughs> stories on this podcast. No, I, I wouldn't mind hearing where the story lets up. <laughs> Why would No, like long story. I, I love, with that, I love, so just I love Alex's crazy stories. What do you mean? Yeah, but they always end up with him being like, why did I talk about that on the internet? Well, no, it's just it's long okay. story short. I met a girl. She, was, she liked me enough, and she was like, do you want a Brazzers account? I was like, sure. And then when we broke up, she just took the account. Away. I was like, well, that was fun for us. Now, was this life. a real woman that you re met in real life? Yeah, she was a real woman online. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure this was a woman? Did you actually hear her voice? Yeah, yeah. She was. That means no. <laughs> Are you sure she wasn't? Listen, all Russian I cared man? is that I got free porn out of it, okay? Yeah, How much I mean, free porn did you have to make yourself in order to get this browser's account? <laughs> How many dick pics you sent? That's a good point. I don't send dick pics. I don't. Just no, no dip pics, dick. Dip pics, yo. Dipsticks. Yo, I'm about to double dip it. <laughs> He's just dipping salsa. You got, dunker, you got dunkaroo icing in your belly button, dipping your dick in it. Whoops, they spilled some icing on me, babe. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so, so it's established. My, my OnlyFans is... Um, no. Please. What's your OnlyFans, Alex? Gilga? A double dipper 2000. <laughs> so... So it's established that Daphne and Fred Jones are <laughs> just partners. gonna go right back in. He's <laughs> <laughs> over that. He can't handle it. Are partners, but there's no actual romantic tension. No, it doesn't seem like it. Not, but it, not it, not through the movie, it seems like Daphne wants there to be. And it's also sort of established right from the get-go that Daphne and Fred are the obvious skeptics of the group. Yeah, yeah. Um, that their whole sort of shtick is the fact that they go out and they 
prove that these. Well, because yeah, they went out and saw and nothing for real. so long. Which, by the way, I love the soundtrack <laughs> of this movie. I was very, say very I good. hated that part. Really? Are you really? Yeah, the, no, no the, the one song that pissed me off. This is the only scene. When they leave the market going to their house, it just sounds like a cheap, like, fucking made-for-TV family yeah. going on vacation song. I'm talking about the band that was in this movie that had... No, this- yeah, yeah, that music well, was they, they have the, like the score. They have that one theme song, yeah, that comes out when they're getting chased. I mean, it's we're jumping ahead the now, classics. but when they're, when they're getting jumped. They're getting jumped? When that <laughs> No. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, we're coming back for you, Daphne. Where <laughs> <laughs> we end up in New Orleans? <laughs> Just getting laid on Southern Hospitality. He's playing in the background. You want some beads, Velma? <laughs> Throw it in bows. Um... <laughs> Ray, you took my collar. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we're jumping ahead here later on, but there's a couple of original uh, song pieces in here, which I appreciate. I mean, of course, they're kind of cheesy in 90s, yeah, yeah. but the fact that, you know, they were sort of homaging again the fact that, you know, the 60s show. Adso, can you get off your phone? I was just, sorry. You texting um, bitches? <laughs> no, I was wondering what the band By the was way, you took called. that browser's account from me. <laughs> <laughs> you think I could get that back? <laughs> no, I was I looking up. That. I was just really quick looking up what the band was called, and they called Sky Cycle. That's the made the song. Like, you know, it's Terra Time Again. And, uh, Terra yeah, we, Time uh, Again. We, both, we were both digging that pretty hard, singing it together. Just well, not just. It was just a really awesome song, and I think a lot of people, like. That was like the thing they played for every commercial, was like just Terra Time yeah. Again, and it hooked people in. Well, as I seen them sort of bring back that. Sort of kitschy, sticky, yeah, you know. There's, there's a new sticky uh, icky. There's a new original song for for every episode, and I was actually quite happy to see that. I mean, what, if the the quality of the song, regardless, I, I thought that was kind of a neat idea. But the fact yeah. was, the song was decent enough for the purpose of the, yeah. the movie. I thought it was fun. Um. Okay. So then, so That's Fred, Fred, Daphne, the two skeptics, and they have this sort of yeah debunking sort of uh, ghost. Talk show, talk, uh, yeah, like we show where they go around debunking Velma or uh, like houses. her own like bookstore. Of, like, oh, we're done that. talking about friend Daphne. That, we were establishing where they where they were. You don't like so where's Velma? where's Velma right at the beginning? She owns like her own store that sells like supernatural stuff or f- fictional uh, fictional writing stories and stuff like you know just like, and then she was just like kind of like bored with it. Like everyone just seems to be oh, bored. It's funny, did you see the trailer for the new Ghostbusters? No. Because that's literally what Dan Aykroyd's character is doing when they call him in the trailer. He's just working at a supernatural bookstore. <laughs> I feel like that's what Dan Aykroyd is actually doing in real life right <laughs> now. <laughs> you know what the crazy thing about Dan Aykroyd was? He actually, like, a lot of that came from real life. Yeah, because his, his grandfather yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and his, his dad were, kind of stuff. Uh, what's it called? Exorcists? Exorcisers? Exorcist. Exor- well, yeah. only a priest, I think, can be an exorcist. They're exorcisers. They did, like, like, a bunch uh, of the rituals. Well, like, they started, like, cheap gyms that, like, people yeah, can go yeah, to. Yeah. No, no, no. More like Richard Simmons. <laughs> Remember that gym from Halloween Town with all the ghosts and shit? That's where Dan Aykroyd's family worked. <laughs> they did a lot of jazzercise videos back in the nineties. It was sick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, she's in the bookstore. So anyway, so she owns the bookstore, and she's obviously sort of the opposite. She seems to, as far as I can. What you think? Don't you think that's weird? She's kind of like the scientific one, and she's the one that believes too. Well, th- I think that that's kind of cool because it gives her this sort of like Egon yeah, from yeah. Ghostbusters kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that she's you know Daphne and Fred are obviously very competent and they're the skeptics. She's very competent and she's sort of the believer. Mm-hmm. Then you have Shaggy and Scooby who also believe in ghosts and things, like, but that's because you know it's because they're, they're dumb. a bunch of fucking pussies. <laughs> yeah, they're scared of anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> even though they're they're scaredy cats, at least they like go through all the shit that we probably would never even like. Yeah, yeah, because they're big. Out of their mind, they're trying to find sandwiches. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. That's 
that's the only way you can get them to do shit. You're like, bro. You, you, Even the real Andrew, job they have. Shaggy? <laughs> real life Shaggy over here, bro. Andrew's watching Scooby just be like, fuck, that sandwich looks delicious. They stole my likeness, bro. <laughs> it literally my, is. Him, and my bro. dog are just there like, bro, what the fuck? Can you please wear a green shirt and just, what did he, what do you have? It was just green brown shirt, pants. Back, brown pants. Well, even, they even go on to show in the actual job they have, working for an airport, Customs like yeah, customs pre nine eleven pre nine eleven yeah clearly before all <laughs> before the trade towers went down the main thing the oh main contraband God. was just meat and cheese yeah. that was the main thing <laughs> provolone and gorgonzola <laughs> that were all we saved you gorgonzola bro and apparently it was easy enough to work out of the TSA that you could just bring eat all the contraband and <laughs> work there with dog your dog dress him like a TSA <laughs> baked out of your goddamn well mind. maybe maybe Scooby did some extra training like in his time off and that's well, how he got the dog can fucking talk kind of. <laughs> 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 half talk so like let him have the job and they're like good enough for me does anyone even acknowledge that that dog can talk besides shaggy they all talk to them. they all talk yeah and no one's like surprised or amazed by that and that's kind of an interesting thing did you find that scooby's voice was kind of odd it's different voice actor i told you they, they had a whole completely different the only voice. person that's the same in this movie fred and, and the same and every it's been frank welker since the original series yeah. and he's still done all of them besides the newer movie where this zach efron did fred <laughs> really yeah. this movie if you say at the end of the credits is to like they had a tribute to the original voice actor scooby-doo who died the year before this movie came out really yeah, yeah. so and then it was just uh was it casey Kasem? No, he, he no. did Shaggy and Scooby. Casey Kasem did not do the role of Shaggy. They replaced him because he refused to play Shaggy because they wanted him to do commercial for Burger King. But he's a vegetarian, like a yeah, hardcore so vegetarian. So since like the '60s, when he was Shaggy, they he Shaggy never ate meat. And then they're like, nah, fuck you. This movie's getting promoted by uh, Burger King, so he didn't voice it anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So after he left, they were like, okay, we want you back, and we'll make Shaggy vegetarian from now on. And he's like. Because even Deal. if you noticed in the sandwich, I don't know. It didn't look like there was no, meat on it. No, this, he eats meat in this movie. In the, yeah, in this yeah. movie. But that first sandwich they had, there was no meat on it. No, there was. What was it? Salami. Yeah, it was just was, like lots of, of It was a lot of red was meat. Was it gabagool, like you? What? You fucking gabagool? You like gabagool? You guys are making fun of me for making shit that doesn't make any sense. And then you Gobble guys are going gobble goo, but got one of us, one of us, gobble <laughs> goo. Gobble goo, it's capicola. It's a type of deli meat. He had. Andrew, help me out. There was meat on that sandwich. We're saying and, that. Oh, I thought you said there wasn't. Like you're was gaslighting me or something. On it. I don't know. I didn't even know that's a thing. Are you gaslighting us now? Oh fuck. No, I'm just didn't know that what the hell what you guys were talking about. I never even heard of that word before. Okay, so the bottom line is that <laughs> when you start off this movie, all the characters have kind of gone in their separate directions. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of what they did for the live action movie. A few yeah, very years much later. so. Very much yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. It almost in a kind of lot of ways, it actually seems like they played a lot. It's pretty much a live of action version of Zombie Island. They're on Spooky uh, Island. Very much so. Yeah, so, yeah. I have a question. Mm. So like, I got an answer. In uh, Spooky Island, Scrappy's there again. Yep. Right? Yep. Uh, is Scrappy's Scooby's nephew or yes. the other way around? Nephew. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know, but they're like <laughs> they're different dog breeds, right? No, they're nope. the same. He's okay, just a puppy. Okay, okay. It's his. Uh, oh yeah, because puppy power. Yeah. Okay, puppy power. Here's a good question. How do you feel about Scrappy Doo? I don't know, because like, I was a kid like you when we first started watching this. I didn't care. I always thought that he was fine. You know, that's actually an interesting... <laughs> just sidekicks in general. Where do you stand on Where do you stand on the sidekick issue? I don't care, to be Not honest. So? I mean, Robin is a I'm great sidekick. I kind of like your sidekick. I mean, like, Robin's a great sidekick. It, it usually depends. You don't want them to be like... I get it that they're kind of like... The lightheartedness, they're like the joke of like, they're like the, you know, they like to make jokes to like serious situations. But then it's like, you don't want them to be like... Too much, you know. Like I think Scrappy's too much. But isn't like he always has a voice in everything? Isn't technically Shaggy already like a sidekick to Scooby? Well, technically or? Scooby before 
No, it was called Scooby Doo. Where are you? The original show. Yeah. So yeah. like technically the whole cast is technically a sidekick, even though they're the main characters. And yeah, Scooby's yeah, yeah. kind of the sidekick in the show. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Well, because I always felt maybe I'm just very easily pandered to. Because I mean, the reason I started—I mean, obviously I'm coming more from a comics background. The reason they were introducing sidekicks like that was to get a younger. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, that's why I think I like. That. And I actually kind of like that. I remember, like, maybe it's because I was a younger brother. My brother used to dress up as Batman. I dressed up as Robin. Yeah, yeah. It was like a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and fight in the front yard. No, but I mean, I always felt more. Um, Relatable to sort of the sidekick, especially character. comics like, like you're going Bucky right, yeah, yeah, yeah. or you know, Robin or uh, you know, Kid Flash, Wally West or anything yeah. like that. But even things like that, like a pup named Scooby Doo, or even in the old Power Rangers movie, how the kid becomes yeah, the, the Blue Ranger. The Turbo, I felt yeah. that as a that kid, that wasn't. I actually didn't like that one. See, and that's when you talk to a lot of adults now who are maybe watching that for the first time. They go like, "Oh, this is just sort of pandering to kids." But at the same time, it's a kids program, so you have to have. I thought that it was cool at the time. It, Maybe I'm. Um, it, it makes yeah. it makes no, sense, like it. but I think in a Scooby Doo case, it doesn't work because Scooby Doo's already what Scrappy was. Yeah, but you got to remember when Scrappy was introduced, most of the cast was gone. Like after the where Scooby Doo, where are you? The shows were like it was like Scooby Doo movie, Scooby and Scrappy movie hour. I don't remember what it was called, but it was just like a oh yeah, episode. what happened? Mm -hmm. It was like at one point it was. I'm just... gonna explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just cut him off. <laughs> Fuck you. But yeah, so like. I think Daphne... <laughs> just, just shut your fucking hole, Just huh? in the middle while he's explaining it. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you talking about something? What is it? So yeah, there was like a few shows where it was just Scooby, Scrappy, Shaggy, and like Daphne. And like Fred and Velma weren't there anymore. Like even in uh, 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, it was just yeah. Daphne. They introduced that new kid You're mixing from... up Daphne with Velma. No, I'm not. Velma is the... D Velma oh, Daphne, in. you're right. It you are, idiot! Don't come at me on my fucking show! Oh my god. <laughs> That was a joke, Alex, by the way, before you start crying. <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't messing up anything. Because, I mean, obviously now, I mean, they obviously they reference it in the live action movie, but I mean, yeah. was Scrappy well received at first? I don't know. I don't no, know. Well, they did that in the live action movie. He must have been because he was around him. for like 20 years, though. Yeah, like, but everyone hated him. Was it? Yeah. Well, because you got to think the people that watch Scooby Doo, where are you? Let's say they're like six in the 60s. 80s come around, late 70s, Scrappy's there, and they're like, who the fuck's this guy? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Who, what, how long did that dumb dog last for? He wasn't a main character in anything. Oh, he was like the, like like the that, country yeah. bumpkin cousin? Like in that. Um, wasn't there a bunch of dudes? Wasn't there a yeah, bunch yeah, of Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. In the movies part, like, I don't remember what it was actually called, but it was like Scooby Doo movies or whatever. And uh, he met like a girl cousin. He met the Scooby Dumb. He met like his. Uh, That's his name, Scooby Dumb. Yeah, they are, they're all like Scooby something, pretty much. <laughs> it's kind of a good like mumble rapper. Name. <laughs> Yo, it's Scooby Dumb. <laughs> Sorry, he's the leader of the bunch. <laughs> well, it's not Donkey Kong, but Scooby Dumb, well, not Donkey Kong. Kong in their name, Cranky Kong, Lanky Kong, Donkey Kong. It's like Scooby Doo. You know, Scooby Dumb, Scooby Rum. Scooby, Scooby, Dumb, Scooby Rums is drunk uncle. <laughs> hey Velma, you're looking pretty good. <laughs> Jesus. Scooby Rum always has a red rocket. <laughs> what, what are you looking at me, Alex? Hot content. So as the show goes on, then it, uh, I think essentially the, the crux of it is that they're pulling together a surprise birthday for Daphne. Is that kind of... They don't mention that till that happens, though. It's like Fred calls them all, get them all together, and then they're like, I got a surprise for you. They're like, happy <laughs> birthday. Shit, I was like, I, I it's her birthday? Yeah, I forgot it was She's her like, birthday. I even forgot it's my birthday. I was like, you didn't tell anyone it was your Now, what made them go to New Orleans? What was the reason? It was. I told you I was there, but it was just they you still were there? had... No. 
know. No, I, we were watching the movie, and I told you that it was just a coincidence that they were at a farmer's market. They just stopped for like food and look well, They have that great montage of them like sort of solving mysteries, and it's got that They're song. Going nowhere, and yeah. then they were like yeah. talking out loud, like, "Man, I sure wish it was a haunted place somewhere nearby." And this, Elsmeralda, I live in a haunted place. And, and then Elsmeralda comes out. And she's just like, she got away from fucking Hunchback and What is his name? Uh, yeah, Dooku, Mister. Count Dooku, uh, Mr. Fro uh, Mr. Fro I call him Mr. Frodo for some reason. You just said like 15 names, <laughs> and then we both said the actual name. You're like, hey, Mr. Frodo. I'll, I'll never remember his name now. At this we point. just told you, Quasimodo. No, that's like that's the hunchback, you dumbass. Yeah, you said, uh, oh, you wanted the, the, the blonde guy, Hercules. Oh, fucking ripping dead, yeah, bud. Mr. Hellfire. Like, you know, he's just like, Ghost Rider just drove by. <laughs> Judge Fro Judge uh, the bad guy are you trying yes, to Yes, yes. Yeah, judge bad guy. Okay. Let's just get what past you what you're trying what to do. What are you even talking about? I called her Elsmerelda and you guys were like out of nowhere just start I, I get it. I made a hunchback of Notre Dame reference. Yeah, let's then. get past it and go okay. to what you're going with. Hunchback of Notre Dame? Hunchback Hunchback of Scooby Rome. Uh, hunchback Hunchback of Motrin Drama. <laughs> Motrin Drama. <laughs> There's a lot of drama before that. Anyway, movie. so Joe Cummings is like, Welcome to the Bayou. And he Joe starts, Cummings? Uh, his name's Jim. Jim Cummings. He's, no, he's, his name is Jim Bustin' Makes Me Feel Good Cummings. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, that, I, I, I said that on the Ghostbusters that. podcast. I, that's how I introduced the show. Jim, Jim Bustin' Makes Me Feel Good Cummings. I can't believe you forgot. <laughs> anyway, he's on his steamboat. He's on his steamboat going do 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 steamboat fucking gym. Exactly. Well he might as well it's kind of like a he, you know, yeah, he had a steamboat fine. before. Yeah, yeah. And uh they meet uh Mark Hamill who was just like this crocodile hunter dundee looking. That was Mark Hamill. That was yeah. Mark Hamill. And like why? Really? Yeah. Hey, you want to be the weird crocodile hunter that's in like two minutes of this movie? <laughs> who has three lines in this entire movie? And then he at the end of the movie they like he catches the fish and they fuck him over one last time they're like fuck you crocodile dundee the guy does nothing to anybody <laughs> the whole movie nah! <laughs> jack you're jack's dad <laughs> oh it was just star wars stuff you know oh my god but yeah it's just like i, I looked it up like mark hamill was in this movie yeah, i was surprised when i saw that too and then um you know the main actress from uh, escape from la yeah she's the voice of the main villain lady the one that owns the blonde the one. That, yeah, the ones. Oh, really? Yeah. And you know what else she voices too? Catwoman from the Batman animated series. You know, it's funny that that <laughs> other guy was uh, Jim Cummings. I straight up thought that it was. Uh, <laughs> did you ever see Hard Target with Jean Claude Van Damme? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. What's the name of the guy from the, um, with diabetes from the Wilfred oh, Brimley? Wilfred Brimley. Because you know he plays kind of like occasion. <laughs> yeah, he kind of looked like him. <laughs> <laughs> he looks exactly like him. He sounds exactly. He's terrible. Like, terrible like occasion accent. <laughs> the, the study, what, they, he wanted to uh, to live forever. They're like he just wanted to cure his diabetes, so we turned him into a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad trade, honestly. <laughs> well, Alex, you know about that, Garfield and all. I no. mean... <laughs> Low blow, Andrew. Can you imagine everyone turns into the cats and I just start going orange? Have stripes. <laughs> I hate Mondays. <laughs> Fucking Mondays. Oh, my God. I'm just extra super lazy, too. Just like... Yeah, imagine if you were like that. <laughs> Fantasy world. What? I said imagine. 
Yeah, you're going to the gym now, bro. Yeah, you're fucking ripped. You're getting you're good. Getting so was that the right. so the, the idea was that they were all gonna just get together and just get back to their old monster hunting roots and then it just happened. I think they were going on the tour with her. They thought it'd be good because even the talk show begins like, Are you gonna get the gang back together? And Fred's like, Huzzah and calls them all. What was the inspiration for Velma and Shaggy and Scooby? They were all bored and hated bored their jobs. Their yeah. Uh threesome. <laughs> well, remember Andrew said Fred's a cuck. Yeah, right, right, right. right, right. So I want to get the dog yeah. to fuck her. I want Velma to fuck her. I want Shaggy to fuck her. Fred's oh, like, I want to see that red rocket. I want to wipe it clean with my ass. Take her to the moon, Scooby. <laughs> Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. Come on, Rick and the moon. <laughs> oh, but when I do it, he doesn't laugh like that. <laughs> anyway. So they go to this plantation with like a uh, bunch of like uh, cherry pickers. <laughs> Did you? There's nothing. They're they're yeah. They're cherry. They're pickers. a pepper farm. Remember the hot peppers they're putting on everything. Red hot chili peppers. Yeah, they're yeah. red hot chili. Peppers. Anthony Kiedis was working on this farm. Flea, he's just out there. Flea's naked, faces. just helicoptering his cock. That's how they cut them off the plants. That hurt. <sighs> peppers are hot. So when they initially get out there, it's the <laughs> Moon Moonscar Moonscar Island. Moonscar Island. Moonscar the pirate, tissue. Moonscar. The, pilot, the, pi- the pilot. The pirate's name was Moon. The pilot. And <laughs> we all kind of just like they're essentially. I mean, long story short, without spoilers, essentially they were tricked into this island so that they could be sacrifices. That was kind of the, essentially the point. Which is that's how we realized that the, the people that own the state have been living the last two hundred years or whatever it is. Yeah. Just it's really funny how like out of people. the movie was like supposed to show like the monsters weren't exactly like the bad guys and that they were like trying to help the gang. And uh, I was uh, when I first watched it as a kid, you I was gotta like, get better. Uh, what the monsters gotta get better. Yeah, carving get out onto a kitchen wall doesn't <laughs> doesn't make me. Like, oh, I should probably get out of here. If you watch the scene where they're like running from the zombies, Shaggy and Scooby fell from the vine, and a zombie actually ga- uh, fell from. Uh, they fell into that hole, and the zombie actually gave them the vine to help climb back up. So it's like yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, there's little that. hints that like the zombies were actually not hurting them; they're just helping them out. And yeah, but it's funny because like soldiers are really nice. Yeah, guys can we take here. a quick pause here just to talk about the touchy, maybe controversial, maybe offensive, controversial. Issue? Maybe the you have official Tommy. Are you okay? You got a fish. Maybe the somewhat on? disturbing <laughs> fact of the matter that the good guys at the end of the movie turn out to be a bunch of Confederate zombies. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, some pirates and some normal guys, but yeah, yeah there's a lot of Confederates. Well, there was all, there was actually at just... the end one salute Scooby Doo <laughs> for helping. <laughs> and that part I was like, okay, Confederate soldiers, they're zombies, whatever. Then. You're a good dog, Scooby. I'm like, Jesus Christ. He just says thank you. That's all he does. Yeah, but when did you ever think that a Confederate soldier would salute Scooby-Doo in modern day? No, He's that's normal, isn't it? He Even racists can appreciate a good dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess. I, I was just going to point out, like, it's funny how they were, like, trying to make it where the zombies were good guys and, like, they're not here to hurt anyone. But, like, the, st- the backstory of how these these uh, people who first set this first people who lived here were just, like, enjoying their, like, their harvest peacefully. And the pirates came in and forced them to go into the lake where crocodiles. Yeah, I didn't get That part was still kind of lazy. <laughs> <laughs> they ran everyone on the estate into the water, except for me and her. <laughs> and then we went in this hole and became cat people. <laughs> well, no, the curse was supposed to affect the pirates, but the pirates yeah, but but they didn't realize it affects them, them like too. That. Yeah, so they're like, "Well, we just curf- we just hawk off her ca- hairballs now." It's just like our- that'd probably work over a little. Well, we're I mean, so we're we're jumping a bit forward here. So essentially, what happens as they're perusing through? Oh yeah, they and think it's like the yeah. So the they're gardener. they're coming up against. Well, as they're they're going through all these run of the mill Scooby Doo shit. Scooby Doo shit, yeah. And they keep <laughs> proving that all these monsters are fake. Then they're at this market in New Orleans, in Louisiana, and they're talking about 
you know, how they're looking for a new haunted house, new mystery to solve. And they run into Esmeralda, whose actual name in the show is Felicia. Oh, that's definitely not. That's hundred percent. You have it here, Alex. That sounds nah, like no. I have the correct, person who owns it first. Don't believe Simone it. is the owner, and who fucked the other bitch? <laughs> whoever the whoever the other she one. She fucked is. the other bitch. Probably. Nice. <laughs> well, Fred was. <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> and so essentially, oh, what happens? Right. She says, "Oh, we got an old haunted house. Your gang are invited to come." Spend nice. Spend the night. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like trains? Spend the night. Run a train. Spend the night at this haunted mansion, and and once they get there, you know, obviously, of course, Fred said. Within it all five up. minutes, Velma's like live, levitated in the air, like. Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and but Daphne doesn't even give a fuck. She's like, "Does the camera on, Fred?" <laughs> Daphne just broke. This is a great angle from you where you're standing, and it's just like. Well, they do well, have a good job in the parts leading up to that, as it shows that montage of them going through all the different mysteries that they're solving. They see one that has like a projection that they mm -hmm. solve. Yeah, yeah. They see one with the mask. Yeah. I think there's almost one with like almost something like levitation. They solve that one as well. So yeah. so they're at the point where they're like, ah, fuck it. It's all Yeah, fake. we've seen all this shit before. Yeah. This is all old news. It's, nothing's real. Yeah, yeah. And so they don't buy Jesus, it. So it no. Then of course, as it goes, Scooby and Shaggy are baked out of the goddamn mind somewhere. They're in the, baked off peppers. The they All they just eat. <laughs> Can I just point out that like this lady who owns the place Puts up a lot of shit. If I was, if I owned that house and I had to deal with these guys screaming, breaking my jars, eating all my food, and disturbing jars? like my cats, I would not put up with their shit with them. Like, you broke my jars. You scared my cats. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm most pissed that you broke my jars. <laughs> so sacred. Hey, you busted my jars. <laughs> and busting usually makes me feel good, but not today. <laughs> that place, that house must smell so bad though, with all those cats there, just cat piss and shit everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure they just clean. <laughs> well, I don't know. They keep it in the house, so it's like I just in general. Like, you ever been to a cat lady's house? It doesn't smell that great. How many cat houses have you been to? In Forest Glade, there's actually a lady four houses down. She has like 20 cats in her house and just reeks. You go there often. Yeah, often there. Why? The lady that took your virginity? Because my cat was like she ran. A, remember that story I told you where my cat was like. Gone for like two she weeks. was gone for two weeks, and I went. That was like the first place I went was because she does kind of pick up just. Where's, where's Lily, you bitch? <laughs> I, I went to her house because like she just she does usually pick up just like stray cats whenever she finds them. Okay, did but why did you solve a mystery at this old lady's house? <laughs> no, she kind of like went like yeah, 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 just threw cats at me. <laughs> You're well, just explaining a Simpsons episode, Alex. <laughs> did you go there with a machete? And then me and my sister Lisa went there. <laughs> Lisa Simpson's my sister, right? <laughs> Anyway, so what happens next is Scooby-Doo. Let's see, we established... You see why we go off track a lot? <laughs> yeah, one time I had this cat, right? So, what did we establish? They ate a lot of peppers, the ghost... No, that's what you were talking about, and then you went off and talked <laughs> you about your cats. 30 minute tangent about He was jars. talking about how he's all high on peppers, yeah. and uh, they went off into... They were missing, and they are all high on peppers, and then you went on a tangent about cats. You so were then, talking... As per usual, Scooby and Shaggy... See the ghost first, and nobody really believes them, mm -hmm. as per usual. Because they they're run into them in the in the woods, <laughs> and then it's the pirates at first, right? They're chasing after them. And it's then, Moonscar, yeah, Moonscar, pirate, Moonscar yeah. himself, like is like the first one to show up. So then you have yeah. that first scene. They hear them yelling. Of course, you have the gardener the whole time, who sort of the tricks you into thinking he's going to be the bad guy. Of course, you always need that one. Um, the uh, diversion. Diversion, yeah. And uh, so then, anyway, so then it leads up to that final reveal. They're all in front of the mystery machine, and they corner that one zombie. They're trying to pull off his mask. And yeah, Scooby and out. Scooby and Shaggy like scream their heads off, and everyone starts like running. And Fred and Velma find them, 
Fred like suplexes a zombie and he's like, it's just a mask. It's the guy in the gardener and just decapitates <laughs> yeah. a zombie. It's like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> Which is how could they never come up with a yeah, like a <laughs> Isn't Shaggy coming out in the next pit one? Pit fighter. That's a joke. That no, no, I know. I, th I know it was a joke like before, but I think isn't he supposed to be in actually the next one they? If announced? it is, that's actually really cool. I love that people are like getting into like the whole like Shaggy's using Ultra Instinct or whatever. Where did that come from? When did that become a meme? So Ultra, <laughs> when Dragon Ball Z had that episode where Ultra Instinct was first announced, there's this one guy. He made this like edit where Shaggy. It was an episode where. A, a word danger whenever someone says the word danger he shaggy would like go into this trance and like a badass version of shaggy would come out and he like beat the shit out of like the hell's angels or whatever and some guy took that clip and put the theme song for ultra instincts over it and it like caught on like crazy and everyone's just like shaggy's only using one percent of his power yeah <laughs> i forgot about that part <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny how like a meme just like becomes like takes a whole life of its own you know well, that's I mean? what the definition of a meme is have I ever told you the definition of insanity? I'm going fucking crazy right now. <laughs> About this movie, right? This movie's great. <laughs> this, this movie's driving me bananas. Oh, I could sure go for a Scooby snack break right about now. That uh, expired one, like Velma carries around? Yeah. You remember that? What? At the beginning? Is that why oh, it's tripping? like a cinnamon roll almost? Like, kind of like... No, but it's just an expired one. I carry them around everywhere. It's like too long. Oh, Velma. expired. I thought you said spirals. Like, I... We were talking about that. What do you think a Scooby snack tastes like? I think... It... It would just probably taste like cocoa puffs or something in my head. In my head, it's just like something chocolatey. But it's a dog treat. Why chocolate? Chocolates doesn't... kill dogs. I I, uh, I get that, but it's like it, I never. I'm not gonna eat dog food. I don't know what dog food tastes like. Want to hear a story about the time I ate a, a whole box of dog treats? Without I think you told me this yeah. before. What? So my parents came home and they bought my dog. This is like in high school. My, they bought my dog like fancy dog treats, and it came in like an Oreo box. And I opened them. They looked like Oreos, and I ate the whole box. <laughs> Are they good? Like, I came home super fucking high, like, at night, <laughs> and they weren't home yet, and I literally ate the whole box. They were good as fuck. I was dipping them in milk. <laughs> fucking ate. They were dope. And they get home, they're like, oh, did you give uh, Max and Manny any of the treats we got them? I was like, oh, like, the normal, yeah, the milk bones? They're like, no, we got them fancy treats. I was like, where? I didn't see any treats. Like, Johnny, did you eat all the fucking dogs? <laughs> I was like, I thought they were fucking Oreos or something. <laughs> what did they taste like? Really good. Like, they didn't taste like what you, th it was like, I think... Someone just baked cookies, but made it safe for dogs to eat. Okay. That's dope. They had, like, icing in the middle and everything. I want to try that. So that's, like, the real-life version of, like, Shaggy. It's not, like, a fun, like, mystery-solving, like, spunky teenager. It's just, like, this degenerate stoner <laughs> coming home and eating dog food in his parents' basement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Real-life action Shaggy. That's, you got it. Shaggy ate all the dog food again. Lay off me, Mom! Shaggy's been- or Scooby's been dead for years! Have those shows- have, sh have shows that ever made, like, food- Like, they're- Like, you ever, like, watch Popeye and just was like, I really want to eat spinach- well, Popeye has a brand of spinach. Yeah, but yeah. you ever saw- did, did you see the Reptar bars that came out a few years ago? No, did they actually- They're, like, really with stuff? the green goo inside and everything. That's, That's what I was gonna say, have you ever, like, saw food that was on a TV show and you're just like, it's gotta be delicious in I real was, life. When I was a little kid, Popeye Pizza was my favorite movie. show. Yeah, and pizza, obviously. Popeye was my favorite show when I started eating spinach raw out of the can. It's still my favorite food. I still no way. Did you get really Tommy strong? started eating everything raw. <laughs> Taking it raw, Big eating time. it raw. <laughs> Did you get super strong, dude? Would you eat all that spinach? Dude, no, I basically just got food poisoning. I'm 
Tommy, really you terrible cook diarrhea. It. <laughs> that was about it. No it's wonder like, he's oh, sick. E. Cola. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. like, I have IBS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too regular, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Olive oil is just a nickname because that's how my shit comes. Up. Yeah, they don't. They don't show that part of Popeye after he beats up Bluto. He just goes and shits blood <laughs> for three <laughs> hours. <laughs> I am what I'm <laughs> Too much? Where are we at this plot now? So they're, they they did Fred to Mortal Kombat decapitated a zombie. And then the zombie grabs the head and puts it back on. Yeah. And then upside they upside down and then great, spins it. Great scene, really good animation. It was actually yeah. fairly creepy. Like it's not. There was actually one scene that like I wanted to point out to you, but I was enjoying the movie too much when they were running away from the zombies. There are there's not just Confederates and like pirate zombies, but there's like tourist zombies. Yeah, they've gotten tourists. Yeah. So there was actually a scene where like there was two lady zombies in front of Frag, uh, Shaggy and Scooby. Fraggy. Yeah. <laughs> they, That's the Fraggy. They ran the opposite. Di- they ran the opposite direction, and there was two male zombies that were like you know they're closing in like about to sandwich them. Shaggy and Scooby run away, and if they, it, but the camera still focused on these two zombies, and there was actually like just a couple of their couples, like their the two zombies were actually like couple. Husband and wife. Husband and wives, and then they they actually hug each other because they're just so happy to like you know be holding each other in their charms. I was like, holy shit! I didn't. I completely. Are you missed. about to cry? Yeah, I'm crying right now, bro. <laughs> Did you say they're cuckolds. Yeah, they're cuckolds. <laughs> Everyone, uh, okay. they're all cuckolds. <laughs> Why are they all cucks? What the hell? It's <laughs> weird. You trying to tell us something? <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you got it. Bringing up cuck. How many times can one guy bring up cucks on a Scooby Doo podcast? <laughs> At least Ted. I, <laughs> Completely out of context as well. It came out of nowhere. The first one was funny. Yeah. They're all funny, Andrew. I'm just kidding. I love talking about a good cuck. Everyone does, you know? Yeah. Scooby yeah. Snacks, cucks, they go hand in hand. Secretly yeah. awakened a cuckolding fantasy in me and by watching the, the Scooby-Doo movie. I sent Tommy the picture of Alex with the cake all over his face, and he's like, I think that just awoken a deep fantasy I have, or a fetish I have. Cake fetish? Oh, my God. I should have put it on Facebook and just put the caption, we got Alex a hooker tonight. <laughs> Subscribe to Atso's OnlyFans, Double Dipper 2000. <laughs> it's funny because I put the cake in his face twice, so Double Dip. <laughs> It technically was a double dip. I never seen you so happy in my entire life. I never you seen were you like, so happy in my entire life. Alex had the biggest smile on with cake holders. Well, I was happy because I wanted to make my friends happy. I blew out the That's can- the saddest thing I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> no, I think it's I'm sweet. sorry. I care about you guys. I'll just not. I care I want to make John head. happy. Put the cake in my face, John. <laughs> Well, do it. That's what a good Call friend. me a whore and I'm put the cake in my face. I'm sorry, you've never been a good friend, but that's what good friends do. You <laughs> put do cake thing. in their face. Well, Finger my ass while you put a cake in my face. Because I knew it would make you happy. He's like, cake me, dad. I was just feeding it to him and he was saying. <laughs> so, anyway, so the animation in that scene is actually quite good. I thought that was a pretty good reveal of the fact that. They're real. The zombies were real. Going into it, yeah, they, they did it pretty well. It's all at night. What do you think, Alex? Do you think it was good? The cake was pretty good. No, we're not talking no, about no, the cake. Not the cake. <laughs> Life's not all about cake. <laughs> Stop fantasizing well, about getting double dipped. To, to be honest. To be <laughs> honest. No, no, no. To be honest, Alex has a good point. Life kind of is all about cake. Like, you're born. <laughs> Life's like a Every cake. year on your birthday, you have a cake. When you get married, you have a cake. Right? When you have like, cakes at Christmas, Easter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have so, cakes like, for Easter every or Christmas. Life, all like the celebrating moments of life. And you get a cake, a cake when you die. You know? Funeral, they get cake. So in, in a way, life is <laughs> all about I, cake. I got a story that's 
I was at this funeral. <laughs> no, but like Max had went to a funeral, but he didn't want to go by himself because it was. I know the story. Don't say anything. And so I went there, but I got really bored. So I went in that like the room where people just sit there when they want to like be like the a, kitchenette area. Yeah, and there was a like a box just full of cookies in the fridge, or it was just like kept so you there. Ate them? And I ate every single one of those cookies. And then Max was like, all right, let's head out. I was like, yeah, yeah, perfect timing. And then as, as I'm heading out, the guys that like host the thing were like, man, these guys are really sad. Quick, get the cookies out. <laughs> nice, Alex. That's dope. So you just went to awake and you helped yourself to a bunch of cookies in a fridge without asking any questions? I was with morning, okay? You didn't, you didn't know, know who it was. Yeah, you were you were in boredom. <laughs> That's what you said. Let's be honest, that was Max's fault. At the end of the day, I don't even blame Alex. That was completely on Max. I brought Atso suit shopping, which was a huge mistake. You yelled, you know, uh, what's the big suit store on Freed's. Ottawa? Freed's. Yeah. The guy that owns that, he's like 100 years old. It's Freed. Yeah. Alex yeah. yelled at him because he doesn't have a Wi-Fi, a public Wi-Fi. But <laughs> well, what store doesn't have a Wi-Fi? Most. Most. And then I was <laughs> it's a, like a sit-in store where you stay for a while. There's probably not Wi-Fi. Yeah. Well, no, and the way that it happened as well, like I was standing in line waiting to like pay. Well, because already Adso, he's like he's like going there with a little kid. First, he takes all the like I leave him with my wallet for two seconds. Then he's like starts going through my wallet and he's throwing <laughs> cards all over the floor. He's like, "What's this, Tom? Why do you have like a library card from a town I've never heard of?" It's just like Jesus. Is Christ. this a blockbuster membership? <laughs> so then we're standing in line and I just whispered it because I hate going to suit stores because they're always real yeah. pretentious. The guys that work there, they're yeah, like yeah. letting agents. And I go to Atso, I'm just like, I fucking hate guys that work in suit stores. And Atso's Dude, like, what? You hate guys that work you in suit stores? hate people that work in suit stores. And then this 100-year-old guy comes over to us, and he's just like, hi, excuse me, gentlemen, I'm the manager of the store. Are you guys having a problem? Atso goes, why don't you have public Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> why the fuck don't you have public Wi-Fi, man? What did he say? He just left. We just got out of there. I was. It was like being with like, uh, I don't even know. You probably can't say what it was. No, you know what? No, you know when you're like an abused housewife and you just keep making excuses for your husband. It was like that. It was like, oh, he doesn't mean it. You just caught him on a bad day. What's that? Like Rain Man. I swear he loves me. What's that cartoon where the it's like literally the premise premise of the show is this guy is just he hates everything. Uh, Fred hates everything. It's like Fred versus like the world or something like that. And it's just like every episode is like. He oh. he hates a new thing. It's like oh, he, uh, everybody hates Chris. No, everybody loves Raymond. It's a cartoon. Oh, everybody loves Raymond. No, everybody hates Chris. <laughs> I don't know what cartoon you're talking. Okay. about. it's a show called Fred versus the World. Something like a Bart versus the World. The no, Nintendo game? no, no, no. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Doesn't matter. Let's just skip. It. Everybody oh. hates Chris. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at at this movie? Oh wait, wait, wait. I know what it is. <laughs> everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> no. Hey, Debra. <laughs> where are we at in this movie? Well, yeah, they got chased. Now we're at the part where they found the secret compartment that's underneath the staircase. But Velma's like, you know, has like Spidey sense or whatever, and it's just like she wasn't dragged here. She walked in her free will, and then she was like. Slow cop and just like very observant of Velma you. took a slow crap. Clap! <laughs> clap! And then she like revealed she the clap. And then she Come revealed on, herself man. to be a cat girl, and so it was the. Uh, Were you into that, Alex? Because I remember one time I watched uh, Little Vampire with you, and at one point you saw a werewolf, which is a similar. There just was a cat no werewolf version. in that movie. 
Well, why'd you say that you'd fuck a werewolf when we watched that movie? Because right. <laughs> the six nipples. Alex's dad. We're at his house. It's me and my Max. His dad we're just walks up, in the house. We were talking about and like, 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 I'd fuck a werewolf. The dad. My dad just takes a whiskey bottle, just starts walking. Oh, that's weird. You asked us a classic Alex question out of nowhere. Hey, what the uh, classic monster would you like to fuck if it was a girl? <laughs> <laughs> Mummy, obviously. Mummy? Yeah, like to unwrap that yeah, thing. Obviously. It's all like, yeah. It's like a real dusty pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> scarabs would just start crawling out of it. <laughs> yeah, she's got. They don't have crabs back then, they have scarabs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfman, wolf woman. That'd be like one of those girls who don't shave their assholes. <laughs> It's okay to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, I, yeah, I just think like stuff. it's kind of cool that they turn into were, but like were cats. Just we don't necessarily know that they're called were cats. That they call. I think they call themselves. Because usually when cats, people turn into cats in every movie, isn't it just cat people? No, like I, I think they actually use like that. They just I think Scooby and like Scooby and Shaggy pretty much just straight up said that they were were cats. Is that headcanon or real? Uh, I thought they called them pussy people. <laughs> pussy <laughs> people eater. <laughs> No, I don't remember that. But you, you think for these people who want to like maintain their immortality, yeah, they'd be more serious about like the whole the fact that they have like one minute to kill these people and that they have to worry about these zombies. They were like underprepared for this day. Well, they usually it's pretty easy to suck the life out of someone usually. That was the thing I wanted to bring up too was that this movie, the whole premise of it is based off a, uh, uh. What's the show everybody called? Everybody loves Raymond. No, no, no. Go on my notes really quick. Yeah, everybody loves Raymond. Got dark. <laughs> they start sucking the souls out of people. So that they was oh no, The premise was an unofficial SWAT uh, SWAT cats episode. That's a show That's I've sick. never seen an episode. SWAT cats was like really good. It was just like because the thing was is like they only had one season and they never and they they ended it before they came. They didn't even it was like one of those things like Hannah Barbera was doing like those cheap cartoons like whatever they pretty much started that like with then then filmation took over but then they started just putting out street or SWAT cats and it was really good design everything was sick and then they're like no this is shit no nah. it's kind of you say cheap but then like I'm watching no I'm the, saying SWAT cats wasn't cheap I'm saying they oh. changed their like uh, style kind of because SWAT cats if you look at it, it doesn't look like any Hannah Barbera cartoon really yeah but the thing it was just like they used. It because the person who wrote that story for Swat Cats is the same person who did the writing for this movie, too. So he was just like, mm, uh, I have this guy's name, too. That's why I said notes. Like, leave it there. Oh, you got it. I didn't know you had no other memory. Uh, Glenn, over here. Glenn Leopold. He was the guy who wrote the, the, uh, the story for Swat, uh, the episode of the it was Curse, the Curse of, of the Cataluna. Yeah. He wrote that episode, and he wrote Scooby-Doo Zombie. He was, like, one of the four writers that did Scooby-Doo Zombie Island. And so they were, like, coming up with the premise of, like, Who's gonna be the bad guys and like why and what? How are they gonna like you know do this and that? And he was just like, I'm just gonna use one of my ideas, which is pretty much the same thing. It's a cat woman who sucks the life out of people to maintain her own like you know youth, which is actually a pretty. I mean, for a Scooby Doo premise, especially in the '90s. I mean, after once it got into Mystery Incorporated, it started actually, no pun intended, incorporating more plots like that. Um, but for the time at the '90s, it seems like quite a sort of out there premise for like a, especially for a major cartoon that i'm assuming that they were probably banking quite a bit on the fact that it's like it has to do with this ancient cult that worshiped like cat cats god. and it and that worshiped like yeah like i thought it was a, i thought it was a jeep i thought it was that egyptian cat god yeah i forget what her name was like a, uh a 10 or something like that but no it was just a, some random cat well, it's funny seeing that like because mystery incorporated started going into like the Babylonian mythos and all this kind of stuff and ancient aliens and the Cthulhu mythos and all that kind of stuff. And it almost makes you wonder if that kind of got a bit of a start 
um, well, that was, this. Well, that was the thing. This movie did start a lot of things. It started like the whole like... It started the whole, like, monsters are going to be real now because, like you said before, all these episodes were just, like, oh, the monsters were just old guys trying to, like, you know, collect tax, like, you know, trying to, like... Well, yeah, like I said, the next two movies were on the same line, like, which was Ghost, that was real shit. And, and the, the UFO. A- the and, UFO one. And, yeah. and, uh, and then the one after that was, like, the electric... The cyborg. That wasn't part of this, I don't think. Uh, but it was similar because that was real, too. And another thing this movie started was the whole, like, you know how we were like, are they dating Fred and Velma? Like, because they were, like, acting like, you know, they were getting jealous with each other whenever they hit, like, the girl or, like, the, the, the farm or the, you know, the gardener or whatever. And a- ever since this happened, every episode and every show was just about those two having, like, a love. Uh, I think that, yeah, that was the, f- maybe in Pub Names Scooby-Doo they, like, had crushes, but this is the first time, like, they... People thought they had a relationship, and then in like Mister Incorporated, obviously they did. Yeah, they had like a full blown. And then what's that one after Mister Incorporated where Shaggy and Velma started dating? That was in Mister Incorporated. Was that the same yeah, one? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And then Scooby's just left the room with his rocket. Yeah. Cucking. Just cucking. <laughs> you like that one, Andrew? Ew, dude. Why would you make a cuck joke? That's <laughs> yes, fucked. Scooby Doo's kind of a, a pussy person. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys? Th- you think yeah. Scooby Doo eats good pussy? <laughs> I mean, he he was almost gonna he was almost gonna bang that Mary Jane girl. He's like Mary Jane. Those are two. Uh, no, that was Shaggy that wanted her. Yeah, no, Mary, actually... Mary Jane's also one word, not two words, like you were about to say. Well, what was the joke that he met that he came up with when oh, he first? Okay. When Shaggy met her. Yeah, Shaggy. That's my favorite name. That's what he says. <laughs> I, I completely like blacked out because I was like, which is funny because he's a stoner. That's why they Mary named Jane. her Mary Jane. Did you ever? Uh, look into what the original script of was the live action one. No, it was supposed to be rated R. Really? J- James Gunn did it, and D- Velma and Daphne were going to be lesbians, and that's why. Oof. You know, in the scene where da- or Velma comes down in like the tight clothes, and they're the guys playing the piano, and uh, Daphne is staring at her in that scene. But at the last, day, like, we can't put the Scooby Doo movie out. <laughs> they put it so she's looking at Fred, but Velma's just coming down too. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That show's actually that holds up quite well as well. The, that, that movie that got a bad that got a lot of negative. I love that movie, by the way. Yeah, that's what great parody of. I mean, it almost does this, but it sort of turns it a degree in the opposite direction and makes it like a full blown like parody of you know. But they obviously homage the same facts that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Whereas this sort of homage that in a bit of a creepier way, in a more authentic kind of way, that turned it the opposite direction, more as like a parody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it worked quite well. I thought the, I think the movie's great. I mean, I never saw the second one. Um, what at what point do you guys still watch? Like you still watch the Scooby Doo, especially that new, uh, the one that you were talking about where they were dealing with Cthulhu and stuff. Well, Mystery Incorporated. I mean, it's not Cthulhu, but I mean, Mystery Incorporated is it new? Is not even that new. No, that's, it's that's the, like ten or fifteen years old now. Yeah. at this point, now they, there's all kinds of new like shows. Three or four since then. I just like I'm amazed that and I've heard that the new ones are pretty good. Yeah, as well. it's I am amazed that they're. It always blows my mind whenever like I shows like The Simpsons have been going on for God knows how long, Scooby Doo has been going on for God knows how long. Like Ask him. it's like how, like how do you just keep going? It's like kind of like, Scooby Doo's not continued. It's like forty eight shows. Well, it just goes to show you in a day and age like this where shows like, I mean, shows like uh, what's that fucking like art like Riverdale shows like that yeah, yeah. shows that have these sort of that are revamping all these <gasps> old cartoons and all these old characters and things like that. And it seems like now more than any time people are appreciating things like not sound too corny, but like deep lore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Taking a darker turn. Things like that. I mean, Scooby-Doo seems one of those things that are ripe for sort of revamping that can just continually be revamped. It was revamped in the eighties with Scooby-Doo was revamped in the nineties with this, the movie, even though it had bad reviews, I think it was quite successful. Then Mr. Incorporated had a huge cult cult success. Yeah. I don't think it, yeah, I think it did. It wasn't, um, 
They play it all the time still on Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think it was extremely popular, but yeah, the people that did watch it loved it. And then yeah. the new one was quite popular as well. So, yeah. I mean, it, obviously something about the characters works. And, uh, I mean, this was, a, I think, a perfect example of a movie that sort of, you know, uh, took advantage of all the things that this show has to go for. It can get a little dark. I mean, it's like Batman or something like that. I mean, there's a sort of charm to it you know it is sort of like for a younger audience but there's a darkness to it it doesn't yeah. it never went over the line it's scary um, enough for kids but and enjoyable enough, enough for, for adults. adults yeah exactly it really walks that especially this movie more than anything yeah the witch's ghost one was pretty, pretty well. creepy too like i know you guys didn't watch it but yeah mm -hmm. i think we've pretty much talked a lot about everything uh the only thing i can think of what else that we can add was like the voodoo dolls was kind of interesting. Like, if you ever noticed, like, how they, like, Velma's, like, missing a piece of her cloth or whatever. Yeah, they mentioned that. It's, like, foreshadowing earlier in the movie mm -hmm. when she did And uh, the voodoo thing is, like, it's kind of, I like, it fits in very well with the movie because they're in Louisiana and that's where, like, all yeah. the, like, where voodoo, like, you know, originates yeah. and a lot of stuff. Alex, I'm going to cut you off. You know why? Can you do your best Jack impression from the movie? Jack? Yeah, the Jim Cummings character. I, uh... Pretend you're getting pleasure. them on the boat. You're getting them on the boat. You see a crocodile under you across the water. He's yelling at you because you scared away his big fish. Oh. He's got his hunting pig. <laughs> and what do you yell at this guy back? It looks like you're having a bad hair day. I don't know. Fuck. How much hair, Alex? Talking to the mic, Tony. Okay, Hello. I'm talking <laughs> to the mic. Hello? Sorry. No, you're good, Alex. You're good. Everyone's good. You're having a bad third day is what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, but say it like him. See here, let's hear it like Jim Cummings. Yeah. You got to be more like uh, Do Wilford, Louisiana. Do Wilfred Brimley from Hard Target. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm not good at this on the spot. I usually just Louisiana like... Louisiana accent. Oh, uh... Like it's down in the bayou. <laughs> oh, hey there. I said the bayou, not Alabama. <laughs> Thing. I don't know. Do it. Do I don't know why. What say you, the line, Atso. Say the line, Bart. Uh, do the thing. Do you ever see that meme? It's like, do the line, Bart, and there's a line of coke on his desk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything, guys. I'm sorry. Do the best Cajun act. At least do the penguin. <laughs> yeah, for us. Just do the penguin. Tommy loves when you do the penguin. Just do the laugh. That's our that's archive now on the internet <laughs> forever. All right, well, God. How many Scooby Snacks? I was just gonna say, do you guys movie? have any final thoughts before we uh, give ten, a number? I have ten Scooby We're Snacks. We're not doing Scooby Snacks. We're doing how many Confederate soldier heads do you give this <laughs> <Jesus>. movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> well, they're the good guys. Remember? Oh, Andrew! Oh, is, is, in, the, <laughs> in the movie <laughs> said by Andrew are not affiliated with movie, Basement Video the Podcast. Movie. They did nothing wrong. That's oh, not. No, 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 no. I didn't they're say all that. Wrong. They're all bad. It, I. It was very impressed rewatching this movie. I remember watching this and loving it as a kid. The fact that it has a lot of reverence for the old Scooby Doo, but it actually paved the way for you know the next ten or fifteen years of, of series that yeah, were going to be coming out. Put the foot in the door of a more realistic, not realistic, more uh... slightly darker, slightly yeah, more you know immature. Um, the music was great. The voice acting for Scooby a little bit wonky, but I mean Shaggy's was a little weird. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit weird at times. Frankly, I'm quite happy with it. I'd give it eight Confederate soldier heads out of ten. That's weird, Tommy. Why'd you pick that? <laughs> I think like rewatching this movie, it never gets. I never get tired of it. The sure there's some, some there's like some slow bits, but it's like the build up. That's that what I was gonna say. Sorry to cut you off. 
But this movie... <laughs> it's like right in the middle of the talking. <laughs> no, shut up. Let me you talk. You yelled at him earlier it's for doing it It's about what he's talking you. about. He did Ale- the same thing Alex, to what you. Do you th- Alex, what do you think about this movie? You know, there's some small parts. Shut up. I'm going to talk now. <laughs> yeah, you know what, well, Alex? Shut when, the fuck up, I know Alex. whenever Alex talks, he goes on tangents, and he'll have like 10 topics before, and then I'll have to go back to the first thing he said. Okay. So well, let's like, hear it. You said you? there's just a few slow bits, but I liked how this movie is only an hour and 13 minutes, because I feel like if it was longer, this movie would have got boring in a lot Very much so, yeah. There's really no... Is that how long? It was, it was only an hour and thirteen minutes. Yeah. Jesus, that's, and that's like, with credits. Yeah, Damn. there was no real dull moments in this movie. Not no. really. Then, yeah. setting setting the the whole setting up the stage for like well, the, fun, the, the plantation the and all that kind of get stuff. the gang back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, but it, it all worked together quite well. It was a great plot. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. Even though even the slow bits were like not that you know like oh man like well, just, just rap, them eating just rap is that yeah it's usually just them eating it's just like that's fine there wasn't a whole lot to do for like obviously it goes to Scooby and Shaggy as they're sort of out in the forest and they're seeing the ghost for the first time and yeah, all that kind of stuff that, there's not much. too much for the rest of the gang to do but yeah. you know what I mean they're kind of investigating their own clues yeah, and yeah. things like that it works well enough like watching this movie, it brings back the memories of what I had when I heard like Cartoon Network was trying to promo this movie when they're airing it. I don't. I think that the Blair Witch Scooby Doo was like their promo. Like that was like the thing that was like getting them pumped for the movie. I could be remembering it wrong because you're saying it was for the. I don't Scooby-Doo. remember though, either of us could be wrong to be honest. I thought it was for Scooby Doo Marathon, which I, I believe this movie came out before the Blair Witch. This came yeah, out. This came, Blair Witch was. This is 1999. It's the same year. So Blair, yeah. So this would have been for a different movie or a yeah. different thing. That's what I'm thinking too. Is like it could be because but everything's just close time no, frame. All the the Blair Witch promo. They were doing a 24 hour Scooby marathon for Halloween. Yeah, okay. the I have them. All right, so off cartoon. Then I'm probably taped it. <laughs> then I'm probably remembering it wrong. But I do remember like as a kid getting excited for this movie because of the commercials. I was like, the monsters are real because they'd always have Moonscar running at the camera. Yeah. Tune in on Friday night. We're watching Scooby Doo Zombie maybe, Island. Maybe the key thing to take from that though is obviously there was a lot of. Hype. Cartoon Network was very successful in revamping Scooby Doo in the nineties. Because all, like all the three of us, like this yeah. is what got us into it. It was the promo, this show that I was coming never out. I would have been able to watch any of the old ones if it wasn't was for Teletoon or Cartoon Network. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, Cartoon Network very successfully revamped an existing franchise. They all treated, of them. They treated it with respect, but in a progressive way that sort yeah. of opened it up for the future. It was it was a masterclass in, in terms the, of the, all uh, a whole new generation production. into an old IP. And then they're like, oh, look, this is cool, and it's your generation. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. So I watching it, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it when I was a kid. Enjoyed it now when I was older. I laughed at all these jokes still. Like, there's new jokes that I laughed at that I wasn't even laughing at before. Like, like the fact that Scooby and Shaggy are just a bunch of, like, coked out, like, not coked, coked out. <laughs> they're, they're just hot. <laughs> I, I miss that. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not, not coked, coked out. out. They're high off the rockers, and they're just eating all the time. And they Did always... you think it was funny when Fred looked in the mirror and puts on the ass case? Like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and also, like, the fact with the whole, like, monsters and, like, I love monster movies or mo- or anything shows that does, like, a backstory. Like, I got chills listening to the backstory of, like, how all this curse thing happened. And, the mo- like, the I still got chills with, like, the whole zombies and everything. So it's just, like, it still kind of gives you that same feeling of, like, this is still a horror movie. It's kind of sad that they never, like, came back to it. They kind of, like, you know, like, they okay. They did this- come back to it, which we didn't bring up. There's a sequel to this movie. Th- yeah, I rem- came out in 2019. Didn't Fred really? die in that one, actually? <laughs> What? <laughs> no, there wasn't. Gonna ep- kill Fred. This was an episode of that. Oh, I remember D&D. that. That's the one where Fred gets eviscerated, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the one where Fred hung himself by an ascot <laughs> train, right? That's the one where his cuckolding fetish becomes public and he hangs himself by his oh ascot. Can you guys believe that <laughs> my my future a- wife called Fred's ascot a scarf? Yeah, yesterday we we're watching. She's like, we're like, oh look, he 
took off the Oscott's voice, she's like, his scarf? And we're no. like, shut the fuck up. I thought, <laughs> what? I thought it was for sure, like, the sequel, because it was like, Fred was tied up. And, like, they captured everyone. Fred and, was tied up. And they took took out his Confederate soldier. No, he was just in the corner tied up. Anyways, he didn't die, Alex. You don't have to explain your big thing about him dying. Okay, I'll give it nine Confederates out of ten. <laughs> Nine Confederates. <laughs> I had fun talking about it, but then you guys were just like, "Alex, what you're saying is you're explaining a fever dream that you had." <laughs> yeah, you're describing the plot of a movie that doesn't exist. Remember <laughs> right, how many Confederate? That's <laughs> how many? How many Confederate soldier heads would you give? How many Fred cucks do you give this movie? <laughs> Eight and a half. <laughs> Andrew, from what you remember? <laughs> yeah, I'd probably give it a solid eight. I'm a big fan of Scooby-Doo, but don't remember too much. Of this movie, because we were ordering pizza pizza. Just felt super nostalgic watching it, so there you go. There's your eight. <laughs> Alex, got anything to say before I end this? You sing it's terror time again while we go do the outro? Yeah, give us a... <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's good enough. <laughs> and on that note, check you later. <laughs>